Street Crypto broadcasting live from Leander, Texas. It is 5.57 in the morning. Um, yeah, change that to purple. All right. Just changing my background color. I don't know. Do you like blue or purple? Yeah, I got this handy little uh, remote device where I can change the, the color. You know, there's light blue, um, orange. Yeah, it's not a Bitcoin show. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of greenish. Eh, I think I'll just go with, yeah. I'll go with blue today. All right. So anyway, <clears throat> um, this is my morning brain dump video blog that I uh, spend a little time in the morning reflecting on the state of, or my view of uh, things in the world and the market. <clears throat> this is not financial advice. This is just me just uh, seeing uh, what's up and uh, having a little time to process things before the day starts. I got to get up and go to work. Um, I had a good weekend and, uh, it's been a very uh, uh, positive crypto weekend or week in general. Um, so let's take a look at that here in a second. Um, yeah, so this is episode, what, 437 now? 437 episodes. Wow. Um, March 28th, 2022. And um, I've been doing this since October 24th, 2020. And uh, yeah, I've, I've um, had a lot of people on the show, talked about a lot of different projects and concepts. Um, I tried to... Uh, about a wide variety of stuff, um, not just uh, what's currently all over the headlines, but I try to find obscure projects too. Um, and yeah, and it's just educate yourself on it all, you know, might as well. <clears throat> this is, space is so new anyway, like who knows what's gonna, you know, take the lead in the future here. I mean, we don't know, so you know, might as well just uh, learn it all, you know, this is such a new, a new space for us and for everybody, and um. This, it, it, I haven't felt this excited about anything in a long time. And I was, I was, I don't know, I was uh, early high school, middle school, I guess, when the internet first came out in the 90s. I guess I was early high school. So I was 16 in 1991. And that's when the internet first started coming out. And of course, I wasn't really old enough or, I guess, savvy enough to understand what the internet was at that point. Um, but, uh, it's, it's cool that, uh, now I'm as an adult, I'm able to fully understand what's going on here in the crypto world and, uh, be able to kind of follow it and, you know, put some money into some projects that I think are worthwhile and stuff like that and get to participate in it, you know, in a way that I never did with the original internet. So yeah, man, consider yourselves lucky. If, if, uh, I mean, if you were too young to be, born to remember the birth of the internet. That's one cool thing about being a Gen Xer. And I know some of the Gen Zers call us boomers. Um, but we grew up with both, you know, we grew up with, uh, you know, being, playing outside, not being dependent on devices and stuff like that. 
and we grew up to be able to play video games and understand technology as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be a Gen Xer. Um, I'm happy where I'm at. You know, I know you know, boomers and millennials and Gen Zers a lot of times are at uh, odds with each other. And Wi-Fi, you know, everybody brings their own perspective to the table. But uh, then again, I'm a Gen Xer, kind of talking like a middle child. <laughs> Why can't everybody just be happy? <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go over here to CoinGecko. Let's take a quick look and uh, see what's going on with the market. Uh, Bitcoin's at $47,122. I was down at my parents' house yesterday and I was helping my mom out with her crypto.com wallet. And I was helping her to move some stuff over to a decentralized wallet. And I was going to put her on Trust Wallet. And I had her write down her keys. Right now, she, you know, just like a lot of exchanges, you have a 24-hour waiting period after a, a whitelisting an address to withdraw funds from. That's another problem with centralized exchanges. You have to, a lot of times, you know, there's, oh, yeah, you can come and go at any time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you get down to the brass tacks of it, and you try to withdraw, and then the, your address isn't whitelisted, so you have to wait 24 hours for security purposes. And... Uh, so, but, you know, I set her up with a trust wallet and uh, we'll go and, and complete the rest of the tasks um, next time I'm visiting my parents and um, it will get her funds off the centralized exchanges. Um, another thing is uh, uh, they have some crypto, some Ethereum and Bitcoin on PayPal. Guys, girls, don't. Don't buy crypto on PayPal. Seriously, you know PayPal is—they don't let you withdraw, and they don't let you hold the keys to your crypto. Sure, none of the centralized exchanges let you hold the keys to your crypto, but you can at least withdraw crypto and withdraw to another crypto wallet. PayPal does not let you withdraw to another wallet. They just allow you to buy and sell that crypto, and that's it into dollars. And who knows if you ever actually even own that cryptocurrency. First of all, you never own it because you don't hold the keys to your wallet. But who knows if you ever even actually bought that specific cryptocurrency. You don't because PayPal is the one sitting there managing it all. So as far as I know, you could be buying you know, Ethereum or Bitcoin on PayPal and they could be just sitting there squandering the money and just kind of tracking the price of Bitcoin being, yeah, 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 you know. And then if anything happens... You know, like you're you're screwed, man. Like seriously, um, or if PayPal decides, you know, that you you tweeted something or you posted something on Facebook that they didn't like, that goes against community standards. I don't know. Who knows? You know, the way the social credit system is working, and that's why we have crypto and DeFi to get around the centralized control. And um, so. PayPal gives you one option to buy and sell. In order to leave and get your money off of PayPal, you cannot withdraw your bitcoin or ethereum to another wallet you have to cash out in dollars so i told her i was just like you know what um it, just take your money off of crypto or off of paypal and and yeah i was like bitcoin now it's at forty-seven thousand. yesterday it was at forty-five thousand. i was like bitcoin and ethereum are both doing good uh it might be a good time if you just want to cash out on paypal and just exit the funds and then reinvest whenever we get a retrace I was just like, and then just put himself somewhere else, put it somewhere else, you know, and uh, I was like, just, 
who knows if we have some kind of cyber attack, you know, it's everybody's saying it, even Joe Biden, everybody's saying a cyber attack is almost a hundred percent or a hundred percent. It's imminent, you know, and what's going to happen when a cyber attack hits, especially on PayPal is all our four, are all our 401k is going to be zeroed out. Our bank account zeroed out. PayPal zeroed out everything. And everybody is going to be zeroed out. Is this the great reset? And then, you know, none of us will have any money. And the only way we'll be able to jump back in and be reimbursed is by a government airdrop. And how do you get that airdrop? How do you get qualified for that airdrop? Do you have to be in good standing on social media? Do you have to have the jab? You know, like things to think about, you know, and, and who will they include and exclude in this, in this society after some kind of cyber attack and great reset, you know, problem, reaction, solution, the Hegelian dialect, you know, and you don't have to be susceptible to that. You know, you can own your own money. You can be in control of your own finances and have the keys to your money and your crypto. So I have the keys to my crypto off of exchanges in decentralized wallets, both online and offline. And I hold the keys to those to that crypto. So if we do have a cyber attack and everything does reset itself and my 401k, which I do have a 401k, gets wiped out, it's not the end of the world because I have assets in my private keys written down safe stored in a safe location to when everything goes back up online then i don't have to worry about government airdrops to try to reimburse my zeroed out accounts all i have to do is just plug in my 12 15 24 word key seed phrase and voila there's my funds right there ready to go and they hate that the people at the top hate that who want to be in control of this and that is the beauty of crypto and Bitcoin, especially. And so that's what the beauty and that's the importance of decentralization. You know, and I was watching this movie yesterday or the day before yesterday, and it is a really good movie. And it's uh, called Free City. Um, and it's with uh, an actor. I, I, yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, um, and this this. It's about this this guy in a video game, you know, and an NPC, non-playable character. And if you if you've ever played a shoot 'em up game, or if you've ever even played Super Mario Brothers, like the the mushrooms, the walking around along that you if you touch, you know, unless you jump straight on them and hop on them and smush them, um, those are NPCs, non-playable characters. They are programmed to do one specific thing in that role in that game, and you are supposed to kill them, you know, and there's this NPC, the blue shirt guy, which is the uh, the main protagonist of the movie, and uh, he suddenly uh, comes to life, and he suddenly starts to have free will and make his own choices, and he's no longer this NPC, and he puts on these sunglasses that all the the regular players, the the people in the real world, come in to play the game, and he sees the world as it is, as a programmed video game, and it reminds me so much of who we what. Who we are in life. Are you an NPC? Are you a non-playable character? Are you just run by the program and following the propaganda and what we're supposed to believe in and what we're supposed to stand up for and all that stuff? Or are you an active player? You know, do you have the sunglasses on? Do you see the mechanics and things going on in society? And the blue shirt guy went around and he wanted to gain enough experience points, but he didn't want to sit there and kill people to do that. He did it by doing good, by taking away people's 
uh, weapons and people can interpret that for what you will but that's how he gained his experience points by he stopped the violence he took the 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 main the active characters guns away from them and uh you know and got points for those and he built up his experience points to where he could help out the other main character who was trying to find the original code to the game because it got stolen because she was an original game designer and uh then he ends up helping her find the original code and uh then the the main guy who owned the game company in the real world gets pissed and he's going with an axe trying to destroy all the servers destroying that world because you know he wanted to make a profit and he couldn't make a profit if all the npc characters came alive and started to think for themselves right you can see where i'm going with this and then he was destroying the servers he was destroying the world because and he could do this because all the servers were located at one place in a big server farm owned by one company you know and had this world not been in a centralized server setup that would never have happened. That would never have happened in a play-to-earn game or a game built on Ethereum, you know, or a game built on some other, you know, gaming blockchain that is distributed all over the world and nodes that are owned by all types of different people, truly decentralized. You know, that would never have happened in a truly decentralized blockchain game economy. You know, you could never have one angry CEO or one angry person go in there and destroy one server farm and voila that's it you know and so this npc character in the game developed ai you know he was ai and he came to life and started to make some choices and you know the protagonists of the game were like we can't destroy this ai it's one of the best things that's ever happened in humanity we've created life and um yeah so there's my rant there you know that would have never happened on blockchain technology so they ended up um Finding the original code and the the NPC characters escaped to that original code and helped their AI blossom. And uh, I don't that they never explicitly said it, but it seems like it's a decentralized technology world. You know, free life is what that game was called. And anyway, so that was that was pretty interesting show uh, movie. I would recommend all crypto heads to watch that movie um, and anybody into gaming. And it's just yeah, it's it's it really it's it's one of the first original movies that I have seen in a long time. Like you know, my wife, you know, she gets all irritated at me because I'm I'm curmudgeony sometimes about movies lately. Everybody's doing sequels or they're recasting uh, characters and you know, classic movies just to be politically correct you know like and the, and the movie may be pretty good you know but it's just like the propaganda is so obvious it's just like guys can we just make an original movie for once and uh so this was actually you know it, it, it was pleasing it was it was refreshing to see an original movie um anyway so let me go over here to coin gecko um all right let me make sure this mic is okay so the mic is still working okay so because uh, I've been flipped over to different screens and the mic doesn't work anymore. Okay, so let's look at CoinGecko. Bitcoin's at $47,122, which is uh, really good, man. And so I think... Uh, and I was telling my mom to get off of PayPal yesterday. Well, shoot, you know, it 
she'd be doing even better if she got off PayPal today um, and cashed out. And then once we get a retrace, I don't, I mean, which we will at some point, then buy back in on 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 a centralized exchange, and then as soon as possible, move those funds off of like crypto.com and put them into her decentralized wallet that I set her up with. And so that's what I'm advising myself to do. It's, it's not financial advice, but I mean, I try to help out my mom, you know, and my dad and uh, just like, it just take stuff off of centralized exchanges. And that's how I got on that whole, you know, um, free, free guy, or can't remember the name of that, that movie, but uh, yeah, uh, that's how I got on that, um, that rant. Okay, so Ethereum's at $3,340.63. Binance is at $433.89. Uh, XRP is at $0.86. Cents. Cardano, $1.19, up 35.3%. Uh, Solana, $110.11. And the crypto market's going bazonkers right now. Um, Terra, up 4.2%. Uh, Polkadot, up 10% in the past 24 hours. 23.8% in the past seven days. Avalanche, up 7.5%. The Dage even is up 25.5%. Uh, man, everything. Yeah, crypto.com's up 21.5%. I'm glad that I bought a big healthy chunk of crypto.com the other day um, to add to my stack because I, I stake in their DeFi wallet. Yes, I hold the keys to that wallet. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know. There's just a lot of news going on. Joe Biden is apparently going to airdrop everybody making less than $300,000, $500 every two weeks. I mean, yeah, there's just so much like why. Yes, that's great. Sure, I'll take that money, but I'll dump some of it in crypto because like, the dollar is just going to be inflated to hell, man. You know, and it's not going to be good anymore You know, if they keep doing this type of stuff. And so crypto is looking better and better. Um, Polygon up 17.3%. Uh, to dollar seventy-two, and uh, let's see down here. Cosmos up nine point four percent. Chainlink seventeen dollars and fifteen cents up seventeen point eight percent. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Algorand up twenty nine point six percent. Axie Infinity, another metaverse token, up thirty eight point four percent. Let's see. Um, ICP, the ICP Clown Coin, um, up to thirty three point one percent. I've been hearing more and more people talk about it lately, saying that that is the true decentralized internet. I don't know about that. If you know anything about ICP, let me know um, why I may I should like it because I just got this bad filling about it, man. Um, let's see. Filecoin up 39.8%. Decentraland up 15.5%. Um, Theta Network up 31.4%. Uh, this is over the past seven days is what I'm reading. At 379. Um, so... Man, things are doing good, man. Uh, even EOS up 33.9% to $2.96. That's an OG one right there, proof of stake. Um, and Tezos as well, another OG proof of stake. Actually, EOS isn't proof of stake, I don't think. Um, uh, all right, okay. Anyway, so let's roll over here real quick. Um, a couple times ago, I talked about some Discord scams. Um, I'm, I'm continuing to get more Discord scams. Um, I want to just show you real quick uh, another example of what that looks like. Um, let's go to the top here. 
So uh, I showed you the hop protocol scam. Well, hop protocol scammers are being relentless. I keep getting more and more. Uh, I got a freaks and guilds scam uh, DM the other day. But if any of these servers DMs you, it is a it's, it's a scam, man. You know. So um, here's some guy here too. And I told you about like these these you know, NFT people in quotes trying to be all super uh, homey with you. Um, hey man, just a quick thing, you know, like, do I know this guy? Yeah, <laughs> he's if we have our mutual server, Freaks and Guild server. I, I want to spread the word about this new NFT project called Gambling Gnomes. Uh, okay, <laughs> Gambling Gnomes, like, it's like they, they think of everything seriously. I was just like, no, I'm not gonna buy a gambling gnome, dude. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> It's founded by an actual online casino owner, and through his project, you can actually own a part of real-world online casino and earn passive income through that. They're also doing a giveaway of 10 whitelist spots and $10,000 in cash right now. So, yeah, I would appreciate it if you could check it out. No, dude. Um, report spam. That's what I'm going to do right there. That's all you got to do. Just report spam. So, if anybody is just, like, trying to tell you about their amazing NFT drop and whitelisting you on Discord... Just block that fool, man. If you don't know them, even if they're from a mutual server, because they're probably scamming you. And they're not probably like 99.9% .9 chance they're scamming you. Um, so, yeah. So that's that. Um, let's take a quick look at this hop protocol one again. I, I showed you guys that um, last time. But here's another one. Um, one message. Okay, so now Discord caught on to it from Likely Scammer. So we want to thank our community from the bottom of our hearts to getting to where it is today. We're thrilled to show everyone what will come in the days ahead since our inception in 2021. We've seen incredible development in the DeFi space, unprecedented hours dedicated to development and implementation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so uh, when tokens, see, here they are. They're playing on that token drop, you know, and a lot of people are expecting tokens to drop on Hot Protocol. And that's the thing about Discord scammer. Is they're a little more sneaky and more obvious than the Telegram, the Facebook scammers. I actually got a, a DM from somebody in a Facebook group too the other day. And uh, hold on, okay, let me just adjust the camera. And you know, I don't really go on Facebook that much, but now you know, is some you know, is Facebook is, is some Bitcoin investing scam group. You know, I'm like, ah, okay, so Facebook's still like dealing with the the this the the Bitcoin scams. Like <laughs> they're they're that far behind now you know like of course people on facebook are a little far behind <laughs> so if you're still if facebook is still like your main you know medium of activity for to, to find things out about yeah you're probably a little behind um so try to move over to you know discord and i guess even telegram you know yeah so facebook facebook is just bad news man i just just i don't even i i I have one computer that has Facebook open on it. I don't, I don't even remember the, the, the password anymore. Like, it's just open. So if it gets logged out, that's it. That's, my, that's the end of my Facebook days. But I really just kind of nose around and, and uh, just scroll through it sometimes at work. Uh, really, it's all the people that are on there are just like old high school friends and stuff like that that I haven't talked. I mean, that maybe I've just like liked a comment or vice versa in the past like 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> hey man all right good to see you still going to the same pub in in kingwood all right right on brah yeah so anyway um okay so uh 
I, it's six nineteen. I gotta go. Um, I'm at twenty three minutes. I still wanted to talk about some DAOs that are not on Ethereum, <laughs> and I still haven't gotten around to that. Um, it's just it's just so much stuff going on, you know. And um, in Twitter, like last night, you had Will Smith get up and and you know, they say punch the guy. Open hand slapped him. Uh, he slapped Chris Rock, who made a joke about uh, Will Smith's wife on GI Jane or something like that. I don't know. Um, it's just so dumb. But my Twitter feed is completely full of it, and I hate to add to that perpetu- perpetuation of just like. You know, Hollywood, WWF, WWE, I'm I'm old, so I say WWF, but it's just wrestling. It's just like this canned um, conflict, you know, like, or even if it was real, you know, it's like, okay, so Will Smith can get away with walking up there and assaulting somebody on a stage, but I can't imagine if I did that, if I walked up there, you know, that, oh, dude, you know, or if I just walked up to my boss at work or, you know, to a coworker at work who pissed me off and said, I didn't like his jokes anymore. It was just irritating getting under my skin. So I just freaking punched the hell out of him. I'd be in jail. You know, where's that privilege, man? <laughs> so, anyway, I was just saying, you know, I was just like Will Smith getting up there and in the middle of a, an Oscars presentation and basically assaulting somebody over a joke. I'm not saying that what Chris Rock's joke is, you know, I don't even know what the context was or whatever, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just all Hollywood shenanigans and I try not to pay too much attention to it. And I didn't really want to give any ear time to it, but it seems like all I'm seeing on my Twitter space here. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I like crypto Twitter. Oh, another thing too is I started another podcast. Um, so onto some good news. Um, uh, so it's called the Wood Skateboard Podcast, and uh, here it is. So it's on uh, Podbean, and I just put it on Spotify. And so it's basically me and some friends. Uh, a friend of mine, Pat Moorhead, here. He opened him and Brian McKelsick. Um, they started a skateboard company called. Um, uh, uh, Foundry Skateboards is Pat's branch of it, and Helsick Skateboards is Brian McKelsick's um, uh, branch of it, and they both designed their own boards, and they're good boards too. And um, they, you know, they they've got their website. Let's see here. Um, let me pull it up. Foundry skateboards.com and uh, we're all older and we all skated together as kids and you know what we always talked about as kids you know oh yeah we're gonna you know, do a skateboard company and stuff like that you know yeah yeah and um, now in our 40s you know a couple years ago we all regrouped around skateboarding we all get together we have a little text circle and we text like pretty much daily to each other um uh, yeah there it is here's the website and um yeah, so now they're finally Pat sold an old um, hot rod of his, and he, he bought a bunch of skateboards, and he bought the domain to this website, and uh, yeah, you know this this is this is it, and so now he's selling skateboards. I was like, you know, it'd be cool since I do po- podcasting to uh, start a podcast for you guys, and uh, you know, put it up on the website. I haven't put it up on the website yet. I just got it up on Spotify and everything yesterday. But uh, there we are, you know, and there's yours truly right there. And, um, you know, sitting there just skating, all bunch of guys in our 40s, you know, living the dream, bro, you know. And uh, yeah, so, yeah. And um, 
So basically, this podcast is just us talking about just being ratty little ditch and curb skaters back in the day and just things we skate, why we skate, where we skated, you know, how long we've been skating, what we like about skateboarding. So if you like that type of thing, man, this podcast is for you. All right. Well, that being said, I think the cat's trying to get in here and everybody. All right. It's 623. I got to get my ass to work. Um, I will talk to you guys. um, If not tomorrow, then Wednesday. All right. I'll talk to you later. Uh, let me get over here. To- oh, Lordy. Okay, okay. Let me get to the proper outro. Um, all right. I'll talk to you. Thank you for later. making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically, if you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1, that's E-U-R-E-K-A, John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. If you would like to donate some stablecoin or Ethereum, please feel free to send it to EurekaJohn.crypto or EurekaJohn.eth. This will help with the gas costs for all these protocols that I mess around with. Because that gas adds up and I ain't rich. Yet. Thanks again.